You can do anything you want in this lifetime. Give yourself permission to unapologetically be the main character and create an extraordinary life full of joy, adventure, and purpose. Because this is what you truly deserve. With love, Susie. Hey, High Achiever, I'm Susie, your podcast host and founder of the Female Leadership Collective. At the Collective, we celebrate women breaking free from the path that society created for them and using their gifts towards making a huge impact in the world and carving their own freedom-based lives. In each episode on this show, I'll be interviewing women who, like me, ditched their impressive careers at some of the world's most powerful companies and boldly stepped out to create their own brands, businesses, cultures, and teams. Hear from women who are at the cutting edge of redefining what it means to be a successful female leader in business. You'll learn how they did it and actionable takeaways on how you can implement their strategies to own your vision, courageously go after it and flourish in your life and business. I left my career at the world's largest investment bank over five years ago, moved to tropical paradise and built my own online business. It wasn't easy, but wow, was it worth it. Now I mentor other female leaders to launch and scale their own online businesses and step into their true paths of freedom. I'm looking for two high achieving women ready to launch an impactful offer and scale their online businesses to consistent 5k months. So if you're ready for a consistent flow of dream client leads, stripe notifications whilst you sleep, more free time to do things that you love and dream clients who love you. And finally, a business that you're proud of. You know that you need an effective sales strategy that converts, not just any sales strategy, a conscious, considered, put together sales strategy that actually converts your dream clients and an automated lead generation funnel so that clients are coming into you even whilst you sleep. And killer messaging that actually attracts in your dream client. Honestly, messaging can be the difference between selling nothing and selling out your programs. Also, someone to confide in and learn from, a mentor who has been there before, and rock solid systems, structure, and automations whipping your business into shape. You want results like Emily, who had a 30K launch of her brand new course. My client, Nikki, who had her first 20K month after we worked on refining her offer messaging. And my client, Nergis, who had a 5K week after following my sales call formula. I currently have two spots open to work one-to-one with me. And one-to-one is my most intimate business coaching program and reserved only for women who are absolutely ready to take strategies and actually do the work. The results are available for you as long as you do the work. If you're ready to win more clients, step into the mindset of a confident salesperson and build a sales strategy that generates leads on autopilot. Tap the link in the show notes to book your Scaling for Growth call with me. And on the Scaling for Growth call, we are going to dive into your current situation and all your desires in your business and where you want to get to. And I'm going to give you some insights on how you can get there. And we'll also assess whether we're a match for each other to work together. So tap the link in the show notes if you want to take one of those spots. So today... I have some really interesting points for you. But for those of you who don't know, I 
held my first ever retreat back about a week ago in Ubud. And it drew out of this vision that I had for holding an in-person container based on my experience that I had at a time in my life around kind of three or four years ago now where I was ready and done with the corporate world. I knew I wanted to quit my job in fintech and I knew I it, it was now or never. I knew I wanted to start my own business and move to the tropics. So I didn't know what to do next, though. At that point, when you're like, right, I know something's wrong. I want this. But how the, how the hell do I get there? I knew there was a lot of healing, deconditioning, searching, understanding exactly what that business was. What do I even want? I don't even know who I am anymore because I've been so conditioned in this career um, that I've lost my sense of self that I almost anything that I decide that I want. Is that going to be something that I'm that I'm going to enjoy or not? Because at the end of the day, when I know I'm not really myself, when you're at that place where you're like, corporate isn't for me anymore, but I've been told my entire life that that is what I'm aiming for. And so it, was set, it becomes this like huge kind of disappointment and this huge conflict, right? Should I be doing what the world said that I'm good enough to do and what the world validates that I'm worthy to do to have this amazing title, this amazing career, working for this amazing company and end up getting the house and all the things when you know that's not for you and you don't know what you want it's really really difficult so I actually had this sense that I needed to do something different I needed to get out of England I needed to go into somewhere like a different place get new perspectives just relax just chill the chill the fuck out basically and I there wasn't really anything suitable so I booked a yoga teacher training and the yoga teacher training was amazing Stefan who ran it he's amazing so if anyone's looking for one let me know and I'll I'll point you his way but at the same time I didn't necessarily need a yoga qualification I didn't want to be a yoga teacher I needed I needed direction I needed clarity I needed healing I needed someone to help me draw out who I actually was and I needed to be in a new environment and I needed to be around supportive people so that I didn't kind of go back to the safety zone of, oh, well, you know, this is not what people will do. Life is life. Got to get used to it. Because at that stage of knowing that you want to do something else, I would actually say that is the most vulnerable place to be because you're still so highly conditioned and you don't have the validation yet that where you want to go is going to work and so you've just got all of these opinions around you so it's so 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 important to put yourself in containers at this point because of supportive people because you're so vulnerable at this point so anyway long way to explain that this is why I created the reset retreat because there wasn't really anything out there for corporate women who knew that they wanted to quit their jobs knew that they needed kind of self-discovery, healing, relaxation, but also clarity and business strategy and a step-by-step -step action plan of like, okay, how am I going to make this a reality? Because we live in a capitalist society, right? We need to make money. So we can't just go on and live on a desert island and we, we, we need money to live. So you also need some strategy and some practical knowledge. And yes, 
all of you in corporate are highly, highly intelligent, but at the same time, you don't know what you don't know. If you don't know how to sell, if you, you know, if that's not something you learn through corporate, if you don't know how to start a business, because you don't necessarily learn this in corporate, these are things you need to learn, right? So I created the reset, which was a retreat for this very thing, a complete overhaul, a complete reset. And I held it last week in Ubud, and it was absolutely incredible. So I'm going to give you my five lessons. And also, if you hear my dog yelping, she's getting, she's being groomed right now. So if you hear some Carlo yelps, that's what's going on. So first of all, the number one lesson and takeaway that I learned from hosting my first retreat is that and this is kind of a no brainer, but planning and preparation is so, so, so important. But more than just booking everything, right? Things like actually deciding what is the vision for this retreat? What is the point of it? It's not just a retreat for the sake of a retreat and bringing people into a place. Why do they need to be there? What is the transformation? So for me, it was a reset. So the transformation was for people to come to reset and get clarity on their path forward. And as far as I know from the feedback forms, everybody really, really felt that and everybody achieved that. So I did my job. But it really starts with the vision and the theme of what you're creating. And that's core to then everything else that you choose, like the itinerary, what kind of guests you want, and just the overall energy of the retreat. So this is really, really important to think about the vision that you have. And then the other side to this is that if you are already a business owner and you've already got programs for clients, you really need to think about what stage of my client life cycle is this retreat for? So for me, I've got clients who are just beginning in Launch Academy. I've got clients who are scaling in my incubator, and my one-to-one. But the retreat was really for that very beginning stage where it's like, right, put me somewhere for a week and give me some real clarity so that then I can put my put my decisions and desires into action through Launch Academy, for example, like by creating business. So really thinking about what stage is this retreat for in terms of your, your client, your ideal client. And also something else I learned from this preparation piece that I want to weave in is how important it is to have a qualification process in the sales process. And this is something I teach for all programs because it's so important to make sure you've got the right energy in your containers. But this is something I think I did really well. And also kudos to my guests because they brought an incredible energy and they they created an amazing container. But you need to be really strict on who you're letting into your retreat because it's a very intimate situation to be living with other people for a whole week and to be sharing very vulnerable things in a lot of these types of workshops. So making sure that the people coming in are vetted in some way, are people who know, like, and trust you, are people who are going to bring a really amazing energy is so, so important. And I've heard kind of horror stories of other people's retreats being hijacked by like someone who just wasn't the right 
fit and the energy kind of causes a bit of a virus for the group and it just will affect everything so that is so so important you're better off having a smaller group but a really strong energy where everyone's aligned than saying yes to people who you know are not aligned and like essential and everybody on the retreat was saying like how amazing the group was and how like the collective energy was really really strong and yes in part that's because the guests are awesome right but at the same time I would pride myself on on my sales process being one that brings people in who are aligned and qualifying other people who are not aligned out so that's super super important the other thing yeah so number two the number two thing that I learned from organizing my own retreat is the 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 presence so during your retreat it's so important to be as present as possible and there's a fine balance here because as a retreat leader if you're leading it yourself your energy also needs to be looked after as well because and this is something I knew going into this I knew I needed to be really careful with my energy because imagine so it was Sunday to Saturday and you know these are really long days right I was downstairs in the kitchen by 7 a.m every day and you're not you you are relaxing with everyone but at the same time you're in charge you're the leader so you're constantly on you are working even from 7 a.m and then right the way through to going out for dinners and coming back at like 9 30 so these are really long days so if you're doing 7 a.m to like 9 30 10 every day you could easily burn out after a couple of days and that's not going to serve your retreat guests, right? So I knew going into it, I had to be really, really careful of my energy, but equally I knew that people were there to learn from me and to spend time with me as well as the rest of the group because the majority of people who came on my retreat have been following me for a while or been part of my community or are people who trust me. So that is a big part of it, right? You can't sort of just be like, here you go, bye, have a good time. So there were some workshops where I brought external practitioners in and I let my retreat guests be held by that practitioner and I got to have a rest. There were other excursions. So, and so for example, the water purification that was led by YAM, I participated in that because it was outside of the villa and it, it just was a beautiful kind of morning and a beautiful kind of ritual to do together as a group. So I wanted to be a part of that. And then the other thing is like in between your sessions. So when you give people free time, free time is super, super important because People are coming, it's like a holiday. People are, you know, coming away from their busy lives, often going to a beautiful country that's really warm, really hot, and they want to relax. And so giving them enough free time to do that is really important, especially if your workshops and the work that you're doing is quite heavy and intense. There needs to be some processing time in between and what better processing to lie on a sunbed and drink a coconut, right, with the jungle hum behind. But at the same time, I would definitely say that you should be around during those free times, like go and lie on the sunbed with everyone, chat with everyone. I get to know everyone. That's a huge part of it. Just hanging out with your retreat guests and just, you know, having a really good time and bonding with everyone is super important as the retreat leader. You, I, I, I don't like, I didn't like the idea of kind of like, 
holding it at arm's length, like we're all in this together, right? So allowing free time, but also being present is really, really important. And then just getting the balance right with, between preserving your energy and giving yourself breaks, like definitely give yourself breaks, but at the same time, like being present as much as possible. So for example, I knew at the end of the retreat, I was going to be quite burned out because you're holding space for a long, long time. And it was absolutely incredible. And I've been on a high since, but the day after I came back, I just didn't have anything planned. I basically stayed in bed and watched Netflix all day and I just felt like so refreshed after that and I think that was really great like the tip here is not to go back to work the next day just give yourself some downtime so what else have I got for you number three is that you need to be really bought into this idea of facilitating something in person and I'm talking to the online entrepreneurs in the audience so those of you who have online programs and you're like yeah I want to do a retreat it is completely different to an online program so you need to want to do that you need to want to be showing up you need to want to be a mixture of coach washing up dishes finding the milks run out and ordering that making sure someone's room is clean enough like by and then messaging the cleaners to come like making sure people have enough towels like there's such a mixture of things and of course I had an assistant that really really helped me with that but I have to have oversight I need to make sure these things are being done and everyone's happy so you've got a lot of different hats on this retreat coordinator is another one right making sure people are turning up and on time not not necessarily the guests but like your practitioners and your drivers and things so just checking in with yourself if you're thinking of doing a retreat is this aligned with you because it's definitely very different to an online program and on the flip side of that I can honestly say that upon reflection like it's one of the most rewarding things I have ever done it really was really special to actually see people's growth in the flesh I get to see that on zoom all the time and I get to see messages and feedback like one of my incubator ladies sent me a lovely voice note yesterday after one of our one-to-ones about how much she loved the sessions with me and that felt so nice but I must say it is another level when you can actually see someone transforming and see their growth from session to session in the flesh like yeah it just that hits right so Really think about what you're motivated by and does an in-person event suit you for that desire? What else do I have for you? Oh, yes. So the fourth one is along the lines of communication. So it's really, really important to communicate. Like I would say over-communicate is better than under under communicating and this is before during and after so before you want to be you know communicating like what to pack all the important things about the weather where it's located what they can expect just really set expectations but also not just with the guests with your practitioners so what I did was I created an intake form for all the guests to fill out with questions around their current situation and also questions that were relevant to the practitioners workshops so for example we had 
an art therapy session. So in the intake form was, have you had therapy before? Do you have a history of any like mental health challenges? We also have breath work. Have you done breath work before? What was your experience? And then I can pass that on to the, the retreat practitioners before the sessions so that they're informed like, okay, is this a, a group of people who have never done this before? So there might be some nerves in the room. So we might need to do a little bit of like, calming at the start or is this people who are really used to this kind of thing and we want to make it a little bit more advanced just communicating with everybody is really really important and, and briefing people on what's expected of them the other thing is during communication during the retreat is so important like over communication here I think is key or, or it feels like over communication but it's not necessarily so on the first day we had a welcome circle and it was there that I wanted to sort of open the container of the retreat if you like by setting intentions with everyone or everyone can set their intentions but also breaking the ice with the group so these are all people that don't know each other and they're going to be getting into intimate situations by sharing vulnerable things over the week so you really just want to first off when they meet each other create a really safe space for them and set the rules and make sure everybody knows they're in a safe space so that the workshops the days after they can get the most out of it because they feel really safe with the people around them so it's about telling them about the culture of the retreat what is the culture of the retreat so that people just know okay this is the energy like I like this I'm gonna I know how to act I know how to support people and just really setting expectations so that kind of communication at the start is key. The other thing is just like the schedule. So I created a WhatsApp group with everybody, sent the schedule on there, but I also sent the itinerary for the next day, the night before. So everybody knew what was going on, even though they could see the schedule if they wanted to. So just making it really, really clear because the other thing I learned is that people have different communication styles and different kind of styles of how they like to prepare so some people just walk into the session and like what's next kind of thing they don't really need to know but other people really really like certainty and like to know okay so I've got this at this time I've got this at this time and I'm gonna wear this and I want to plan this and this is when I'll have a shower and this is when I'll get ready and so you need to cater for all of those people so making sure you're sending the itinerary for the next day the day before is really great for that latter type of person who likes to know what's going on and what else did I have I think yeah I think that's oh no the other thing about communication as well is having a whatsapp group with every stakeholder of the retreat so a whatsapp group with the chef and the caterers whatsapp group with the driver whatsapp group with the villa staff and you just need to be constantly in those groups just checking like okay to the driver confirming you're going to be here for seven like a few hours before or earlier that morning confirming all the drives that day like over and over again because especially in Bali as well people can quite relax and maybe they forget and stuff so you just want to be really on top of that 
and then the chef right they're meant to be here at whatever time because they need to prepare and then lunch is going to be served at whatever time so you need to confirm that they're on the way at the right time right because otherwise people are going to be sat at the table and it's not ready and then the then it just screws up everything so just over communicating during the retreat with your stakeholders and everything went to plan pretty much I mean the driver got stuck in traffic one evening but other than that like everything went to plan which which is great to be honest so I I really feel like having that communication though reminding people would have helped minimize any kind of like fuck-ups basically and then the other so the final thing that I learned is actually that the retreat might be a week-long thing, but the experience of the retreat extends much more than that. And actually having a hybrid of the retreat being in person and an online program makes for a really powerful experience for a client. So most of my retreat guests are also in my Launch Academy 12-week online business accelerator working towards launching their own business. So what that meant was some of the guests got to meet each other before the retreat started, which kind of broke the ice, which is great. They also get to meet me and see how I coach. So it kind of gives you a little snippet, a little insight into what the retreat might be like and the tone and the energy, which creates this safety. And secondly, post-retreat, it can feel so the last day of the retreat or the day before the last day can feel so like, oh, I just want to stay in this container forever. Like, I don't want this energy to stop. And for a lot of people, they're traveling back to places like the UK and America and these lives that are very westernized and very different to the energy in the retreat. Right. So having that post retreat kind of service of like an email sequence, sending a few follow-ups, like yesterday I sent out the workbooks to some of the sessions so people could finish things or do them again. And just like little gifts like that so they can continue with their experience, tips for integrating. Also, they're still in Launch Academy, right? So we had a coaching call yesterday so people can jump on and then I still get to coach them and they know each other and they know each other even more. And I'm seeing my Facebook group being more active now because people know each other and like supporting each other even more which is so amazing and that just adds to the experience of the retreat itself so it doesn't feel like wow that was an incredible week but oh my god I'm back to reality now and like I've forgotten about it like they can actually carry that energy on and for someone who it's like my woman at the start of their journey. That is so key. It's so important because they're so susceptible to falling back to society's pressures and norms, right, of, of a conventional job. So we want to we want to carry them in this energy, in this container ongoing, even after the retreat has ended. And having them be part of your online program is an amazing way to do this. An amazing way for them to still be around their cheerleaders, still be in the supportive collective energy. So for me as the retreat leader, moving forward, I am definitely going to be creating more bundles of the retreat and launch academy, right? Because I guarantee you the clients who will get the best results are the people who are in both because I I would argue that an online program can't create the 
intensity of the transformation that the in-person retreat created because human connection, in-person human connection, taking everybody out of their country and into this magic of Ubered, of course, it's going to create this intense, intense connection. And we're there with each other all day, 24-7. An online program won't create as intense of a transformation in a short amount of time. Yes, it might create that like transformation over like 12 weeks, but not in that short amount of time. So pairing those two together where they can have this transformation, they can get this clarity by be putting in this intense environment of a retreat, but then being able to be held and coached through and having the practical steps to put it in reality, put into reality, like weeks after on an online program is so, so powerful. So when you're thinking about creating your retreat, have a real think about how can this work well with paired with one of my online programs, because this is where people get the real, real benefit. So I'm just going to take a little sip of water and then I'm going to ask answer some of your questions because I got some sent through. So the first question I got was, what was the best decisions you made looking back now? I think I covered quite a lot of them. One, one for sure was the qualification process and the sales process and only accepting people who were really, really aligned because I honestly think so so everyone in the feedback so far has given me so I did a scale like one not satisfied at all and then five like extremely satisfied everyone's given me a five and everyone's like giving glowing feedback which honestly just feels incredible and I'm just so grateful so what I'm trying to say is I'm backing up that I did it right with what people have said I think that is one of the most important things that affected that result the fact that the people I had in, in the retreat were all very like-minded, were all actually very interestingly, very different types of people and into different things. But at the same time, one of the guests really pointed out that everyone was united by and driven by the same kind of thing. Everybody wants this freedom lifestyle. Everyone wants to feel happy. Everyone everyone has, shares the same values is what I would say. So this kind of qualifi qualifying people is so, so important. Other, other really great decisions, being able to view the villa before I booked it was so important. I can't imagine like being in another country and not being able to view it, like it's just so risky. So that was another one. And other than that, like a lot of what I've mentioned on this podcast around communication and things like that. What did you learn and what will you do differently next time? So what I'll do differently next time is a couple of like little things I noticed about the villa that I had kind of forgotten about was like speakers <laughs> for example I didn't bring any speakers and I thought that like a luxury villa would have speakers and it, it should really but at the same time I should have kind of put that on the list as and I shouldn't have assumed so next time we're going to have some speakers and it's just useful because some of the workshops I felt like be nice to have some music in the background and in the end it was fine because we used a laptop but it would be nicer to you know have a, have some speakers and then have some like kind of chill out music when everyone was by the pool that kind of thing the one little thing that I had completely forgotten was to get all the different milks that everybody likes in the morning and I was like oh my god I bang on about how much I like my morning tea and I, I completely forgot about like oat milk almond milk normal milk 
and I'd focus so much on the food so we sent Wyang quickly out to get all of these different milks and it was fine but that's something I'd forgotten what else there wasn't anything massive I I picked the the dinner venues based on ones I'd been to before so I'd definitely recommend doing that one let me down a little bit but that's fine we won't include that one next time it wasn't bad it just wasn't a standout as everybody had said what is the next question how did you make sure you also got to take some of it in even though you were working I think building upon what I said about being really, really present with everyone is really, really important, but also just, also you as the retreat leader have to be vulnerable as well. Like when you're, you know, hanging out with everyone, just, you know, it's a friend thing. Like just talk to them about your lives like a normal person. Don't try and hide things just because you're like in charge. So just just be a human, right? And and yeah, just building in those times of rest were actually really important. And I I tried to balance that in a way that I wasn't seen as not being there, but in a way that everybody understood that actually this this helped me facilitate like useful workshops later on in the week, and it helped me just show up and be present right in other parts it was was kind of essential to have like two hours off each day in some capacity and everyone seemed to understand that so that was fine what else have I got yeah so what what extras did you add so extras in terms of I don't really know what this question means but what I would say is just adding these special touches, like everyone got a little welcome pouch at the start on their bed and little flower display. And the welcome patch was made by, patch pouch was made by different women in Bali. And it was kind of the social enterprise. So that adds a really nice touch when people walk into their rooms. And inside was like things like the natural mosquito repellent, a really lovely kind of lavender eye mask and some incense and, and various things like that. So just adding like cute little touches like that, I think it's really nice thing to add also having an assistant I haven't mentioned was really useful so Wyan's obviously an absolute like angel but having her there was really amazing for you know support and it meant that she could help like clear away some things sometimes when I could start the workshops and Otherwise, I would have had to do a lot more myself. And I think that would have actually taken away from how present I could be for the group because I would have been doing a lot of like admin hospitality type things. So having an assistant with you is so, so, so important. So there you have it. There are my tips for running your first retreat. And my DMs are open. So if you've got any more questions on this, just send me a DM. But I'm also super excited to announce that I think I am going to do another one in October. So if anyone has seen the photos, if anyone really, really wants to come, has got a lot of FOMO, you, you're in need of a reset, you know something's not working, but you're not sure what it is, and you want to be in a container of incredibly high-achieving women, all dreaming up their dream lives and getting clarity on that, and also getting the step-by-step plan of action to actually take away with you after the week, whilst also being in these incredible healing environments through expert practitioners 
and just going on that kind of journey of self-discovery of learning more about yourself and so many of the girls had so many revelations it was it was really really powerful and on top of the icing on the cake of that is in this magic of Bali right Bali has this energy which just makes things happen I can't explain it and I know I normally make things scientific and stuff but this is where I'm going to go all hippie on you and say the energy of Bali is just something else if you if you need to make a decision in your life and if you need to really like go in on something like come here because it will just it will give you the answers that you need so I would definitely, I would definitely love to have you join us. Actually, this reminds me, one of the girls at dinner, she was like, she said to us, what do you think deja vu means? Um, and everyone sort of gave their opinions. And we kind of concluded that it means that you're in the right place at the right time. Everyone kept getting deja vu. It was like this was something else was going on. Like, yeah. And the, the, just the collective energy was incredible. So I can't wait to host my next one. I would love to have you join me. I am getting the wait list up as we speak. Well, after this. So DM me reset if you want to be added to the wait list and I will send you all the details and I would love to have you join me. So I hope that was useful and have a wonderful weekend and I shall chat to you soon. I'm looking for two high achieving women ready to launch an impactful offer and scale their online businesses to consistent 5k months. So if you're ready for a consistent flow of dream client leads, stripe notifications whilst you sleep, more free time to do things that you love and dream clients who love you, and finally a business that you're proud of, you know that you need an effective sales strategy that converts, not just any sales strategy, a conscious, considered, put together sales strategy that actually converts your dream clients and an automated lead generation funnel so that clients are coming into you even whilst you sleep and killer messaging that actually attracts in your dream client. Honestly, messaging can be the difference between selling nothing and selling out your programs. Also someone to confide in and learn from, a mentor who has been there before and rock solid systems, structure and automations whipping your business into shape. You want results like Emily who had a 30K launch of her brand new course. My client Nikki who had her first 20K month after we worked on refining her offer messaging. And my client Nergis who had a 5K week after following my sales call formula. I currently have two spots open to work one-to-one -one with me. One-to-one -one is my most intimate business coaching program and reserved only for women who are absolutely ready to take strategies and actually do the work. The results are available for you as long as you do the work. If you're ready to win more clients, step into the mindset of a confident salesperson and build a sales strategy that generates leads on autopilot, tap the link in the show notes to book your Scaling for Growth call with me. And on the Scaling for Growth call, we are going to dive into 
your current situation and all your desires in your business and where you want to get to. And I'm going to give you some insights on how you can get there. And we'll also assess whether we're a match for each other to work together. So tap the link in the show notes if you want to take one of those spots.